Hi, my name is Shirley Bilson, and I'm your host for the Revelation podcast. This podcast is about reinvention, courageous goal setting, and inclusive thinking for results. It's a mix of personal journey, reinvention stories, strategies, and exploring the critical role of what goes on between your ears, taking a conscious look at unconscious thinking. Always remember, if you jump in deep enough, you don't have time to be scared. Good morning, podcast listeners. It's been a while since I've recorded a podcast, which is one of my fly on the wall kind of journeys, which lets you into a window on my day. So if you're someone that is in business for yourself, you know, it's just a way of sharing what goes on in my world that makes you perhaps feel reassured about what goes on in your world, or sometimes a little bit inspired or or helps you with your own sense of direction. So what I've been doing, you will be aware, if you're a regular listener, that I was engaged in a funnel building challenge uh, just over a month ago. Well, time flies, it may be longer than that. And I was frantically building out funnels and I was very clear that my direction was around midlife reinvention, which if you listen to any of the audiobook recordings is a niche that I've adopted, which seemed very apt and it seemed connected to when I read back the book, interestingly, seven years ago, I talked of things like reinvention. So reinvention is obviously something quite close to me and my skill set and what fascinates me and also the journey that I've lived in my own life. It makes sense. I have repeatedly reinvented myself through all sets, uh, all kinds of different circumstances from you know, thinking I was stupid and feeling that the need to prove that when I was in my late teens and joining Mensa and then deciding to go to university in my early 20s rather than straight out of school and because I was stuck in dead-end jobs and I believed I was worth more than that and then going into advertising and discovering that that was the career I wanted and very focused and set on becoming a director and achieving that. Uh, another reinvention, a similar period of going into an abusive relationship and having to quickly extricate myself from that and reinvent myself as a person and then moving to a different part of the country where I knew no one and reinventing myself again. So I could go on, you know, but back to what I'm currently doing. So the Midlife Reinvention Programme, I suddenly realised I was creating a vast amount of content and I've done this before and I thought, oh, maybe there's too much, you know, maybe I'm overwhelming people because we want help with stuff but if it seems like it's going to be war and peace or it's going to take me six months to get through it we get we can get a little bit short term this is like oh no i want to fix now i want to fix now and and i didn't want people to miss out on stuff i knew was really valuable could really help them so i started to look at it and think okay would it be better to maybe split off this content and break it into shorter programs that people could get a little bit of progress and then feel a boost in their confidence that maybe they'd then 
feel ready to step into the next stage. So really breaking down a course and selling it off in, in shorter courses, different chunks. The main aim remaining that this is predominantly online because COVID-19 isn't going away again. Uh, well, again, it isn't going away right now. And I think it is playing its part in transforming our worlds so that so much more takes place online that we are being challenged to become much more creative in how we do business how we make a living how we show up in the world that said i reached a point of and all i was doing at that, that point was going okay i'll break down the content but then if you're like me, ideas start spinning off. I think, oh, perhaps I should do this. Perhaps I should do that. Mm, I'm not sure. Maybe I'll do the other. So I'm currently in a spreadsheet and I hate spreadsheets. You know, if you ask me to do anything and someone mentions the word spreadsheet, I kind of switch off and drift into a different place and, and wait until the conversation comes back to something more interesting. And I know that some people have a passion for spreadsheets. I just don't get it. However, it struck me, I'm gonna to have to do this. I need to just capture all of the bits of content I've created over the years, because this isn't the first time I've been online. I did this years ago. And so I've, I've captured stuff that I've done in the past, stuff I'm doing now, looking at different niches, which I'll share with you in a minute. And then I'm beginning to look at, okay, what the different ways I could deliver this you know what kind of products might these look like what kind of income models might they follow what kind of social media would be involved in the delivery of that model and that product and then there's big gaps here I'm, I'm only <laughs> just started this there's okay so what does the funnel look like for this particular market and then there's the next bit which I didn't cover in the book success reframe which is well in the book, Success Reframe, I describe dream clients. The current terminology, same thing, is avatars. And I probably didn't drill far enough down into that within the book. So I'm having to drill a bit further down into that for myself. And for some strange reason, I have a bit of resistance around this. Interesting, because I talk to people about, mm, you know, you need to focus, you need to think about your dream client. So with everything that I'm doing, with everything you do, as we move through life in any shape or form, if we're trying to make progress, we will come up against obstacles in the road. And we've got to move past them and not allow them to be the things that stop us or constantly send us off in different directions. Sometimes we just have to go, there's a boulder in the road. How big is it? Can I move over it? Can I move around it? Can I lift it? Can what, is, what does it mean? Do I just take a different direction because it's a boulder I really don't want to deal with? Or is it just a normal boulder? There'll be boulders on every road. You know, is, is this, is the road still a good road despite the boulder? You might be thinking boulders, avatars, where are we? Avatars are a bit of boulder in my road. And an avatar is really driving down to the detail of your dream client, where you are challenged to envisage a specific person as if there's only one person that your 
business product program, podcast, whatever it is, blog that you're doing, is talking to. The idea is that when you can drill down to an individual person that you can hold in mind as you create content, as you deliver a message, as you write, speak, whatever, if you can picture one person that you're speaking to, then the argument goes, it's not just an argument, there's plenty of evidence out there that ironically, you end up speaking to more people because it feels personal, because there isn't just one person that shares those characteristics of your avatar. So if, for example, let me share with you, a niche I used to play in, and I'm kind of in two minds thinking, "Mm, should I resurrect and update the content I created? The binge was binge eating. The binge, the, the niche was binge eating. The product at the time was completely online, Although I do, I did a little bit of one-to-one stuff, but it was all virtual. It was pre-Zoom. It was audio recordings and, you know, writing long, typed out notes, you know, sent across, communicating without ever speaking in person to someone, but still being very personal. And I thought, okay, so, you know, what's my ideal avatar there? And there's two different ones. So you don't have to have one avatar for everything, but you do in your messaging for your promotion of whatever it is, you do have to think about, okay, this particular promotion is for this audience, this avatar. So one avatar I thought of was a a woman who's 30 with a previous history of eating disorders. I know this market really well, so I know this is very valid. In a long-term relationship, ambitious, perfectionist, works in marketing, normal weight, fashion conscious, but poor body image and creative interests. So that's quite specific and detailed and that's where your avatar needs to go. And often people give these avatar the name so that person's name could be Anne for example I could imagine I'm talking to Anne when I'm talking to Anne I'm talking to this woman of 30 with a history of eating disorders but then there's another avatar for the same binge eating niche and this is where you direct your advertising or your product development so my other avatar let's call her Jane is a woman 40 plus Married or in a long-term relationship, but low satisfaction with work, a people pleaser, avoids social engagement because she feels uncomfortable with her weight, she's ashamed of her body. So there's an example of that I'm exploring, and that's just one niche. I've got so far. <laughs> I've got that niche. I've got the midlife reinvention, which I've come up with a title for and I ran a little poll on Facebook and the top title came out as rule breaking for beginners aka how to live life on your terms which is basically midlife reinvention but it could be life reinvention for other people so I could then split that off into separate avatars so there's the midlife person and I've temporarily got in uh, 40 who's been out of the traditional labour market for a while, but she's well-educated, has work experience at a reasonable salary, probably got a teenage child or children, uh, willing to work hard, um, probably divorced. Uh, 
And that's where I could drill down further with the niche. So rather than just looking at midlife, which is what I have been doing, I've not been strict enough with myself. I could drive down deeper into that and look at, and I think it's important now, I think the market has changed, that the competition is stronger, that you do have to drive that niche down even narrower than before. So really, perhaps where I should be looking if I'm going to pick this niche is life reinvention after divorce, looking at relationships. Or, divorce is the theme here, you'll find, because I have most empathy and understanding of this particular audience. Or life reinvention after divorce related to image and health. Or life reinvention after divorce related to work and living. And each of those is, is different. There are three core elements you, you want to look at with your niche. Is it either health-related, wealth-related, or relationship-related? Because those are the three big things in people's lives that they want solving. They want great relationships. They want to be wealthy enough to enjoy freedom. They want to be healthy enough to enjoy the freedom that they've created in the relationships they have. Those are the three key things that everybody wants in their life. And I'm learning that you, you don't want to mix them up. You don't want to go, oh yeah, but you could. You, it doesn't mean you can't include content that relates to all three, but when you're promoting it as a message, you pick, is this predominantly about relationships? With maybe some side, of, side benefits of health and wealth. Or is it predominantly about wealth with some side benefits of relationships and health? That's the way to go because what I'm learning is that if you mix up too many offers, and this is where I've gone wrong, I should know this stuff, but hmm, see, you make mistakes. It's not about knowing it, it's about applying it. If you dilute it and go, oh, well, it does this and it does that. And I think this is what I've been doing with midlife reinvention. It does the other, you know, it doesn't matter what your problem is. You can come in here, the same process, blah, 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 blah. People get confused. And confusion, confused people don't make decisions. I should know that. This is how the brain works. When your brain is confused, it can't focus on decision-making. That's how stress buckets work. So the same thing applies to your marketplace. So if you are considering a video, a vlog, I hate that word, a vlog, focus specifically on environment sustainability, you need to decide, is this about health? Am I only talking about health? And the answer probably is, yes, you probably are. So focus specifically on health and well-being. How does this improve people's health and, and wealth, sorry, their health, knock-on effect of wealth, perhaps, their relationships, certainly, because if they're improving their health, uh, arguably, they're going to have better relationships. But you want to pick one. Um, I'm not going to go through all of these, but because I've got... You can probably tell I've begun to create a bit of a list. Um, another title that came up well in my poll was Manifesting Miracles the Neuroscience Way. Similar content, but I could niche that in a completely different place. I've got an old program that I wrote ages ago called Stamp Out Self-Sabotage. Who doesn't self-sabotage? That has a lot of value, but is that 
is that content I want to create? Is it a niche I want to go after? I haven't decided yet. Or I could go back into two other areas of business. I could spin off from Success Reframe, the book, and focus on hypnotherapy and coaching businesses. And then it becomes about wealth again. And I'm not sure that I I want to go down that route, but I haven't dismissed it. I'm just brainstorming on this spreadsheet to try to gain control of things that are beginning to run off in all kinds of different directions. And that's perhaps where a spreadsheet is supposed to have some value, that it marshals your thoughts a little. Though I suspect I'll move this to a mind map, which I'm far more comfortable with. And then there's the final piece, which I, I don't think I'll do. I'm fully qualified to do. And it was DIY digital marketing. Because I, I know more than a lot of, I'm not a techie person. I could never promote myself as a techie person, but I probably know more than most about all that, you know, if there is a tool out there that I haven't tried, well, there will be some obviously, because there's loads, but I've tried and used so many different tools online. I know how to build a website in WordPress. I know how to create a funnel. I know how to create email marketing sequences and which tools you can use. I know where you can get low cost print of all kinds. I I know the online market relatively well from a beginner standpoint of, no, don't waste your money over there and put it over here. So I could do that and I could create a lot of content, but I, I have to decide, is that really what I want to be doing? I certainly wouldn't, that would be a very much stand alone self-help thing I'm not getting involved with building anybody's website but I could direct you and that could be in terms of the model I could start looking at maybe affiliate an affiliate model if you're not familiar with affiliate models it simply means that I choose products I value so not just promoting anyone stuff but I choose products that I value, that I use, that I recommend, that I promote them through blogging, for example, or podcasting or from vlogging, and just take commission off the back of them. That could work, that's an option. So that's where my thinking has been and that's where I'm dragging my heels a bit because I'm a creative person and the idea bit is fun, but the applying, being applied to focusing and creating structure around that creativity, for me, is not so much fun, but it is absolutely essential if you want to reinvent yourself in terms of a business or a message or something bigger than you. And I unwittingly seem to attract people who have that creative bent. I don't do it deliberately, but I guess we get drawn to people who have that invisible connection with us. I'm always discovering that the clients that I work best with tend to have some kind of creative outlet that they even if at the outset they don't seem like they have, and then you unpick and you discover that they do sewing, or they do painting, or they do music, or they do gardening. 
So that's the window on my crazy world and you can probably tell that it's a little bit messy right now, but sometimes it is messy. It's never always going to be clear cut, structured, fluid, free flowing. It's a bit of a bump in the road. Now, whether that's helped you or not, let me just recap. So wherever you are, in, whether you're, you are setting up in business, whether you are in business, whether you're not necessarily thinking of setting up in business, but there is a project that's very personal to you that you want to take on that may or may not be about making money, but is about something very important where you want engagement of people. You will need to follow the same process as if it were a business. So if you haven't already got content, and I'm guilty, as I said, of, of too much content, I've got loads of content. I could refresh the binge eating content that I created years ago. I've got the midlife reinvention content. I've got self-sabotage content. I've got marketing content, niche content, <laughs> too much. But that doesn't matter. Don't worry about the content. That's actually the easy bit. Focus on looking at different niche markets. Where might this have most value? Where would I feel that I could connect readily? So is it with people that binge eat, in my case? Is it with life reinvention after divorce? Is it with life reinvention after bereavement? Is it with life reinvention after university, after redundancy? So that itself, you can see, you can break down into lots of different levels. Pick one that relates to either health, wealth, or relationships. Is it a specific group of people? You know, I, could it be hypnotherapy, hypnotherapists and coaches? Could it be people that are just starting out in business online? So pick a few niches. Don't pick one stage, but just pick a few, see how you feel about them. I'm not going deep into the product types or income models at the moment, because that's a whole different ball game, um, which I might explore at some point in the future, because it's, it's interesting. I think we get fixed and think there's perhaps only one way to do what we do. Maybe it's one-to-one -one or it's through workshops or it's through online when actually you can mix things up. There are more ways to do this. And I've discovered some really interesting ones just recently. You may need to remind me to share those with you. Um, and think about your avatars. And when you've done that, so your avatars, remember, are the imagining a person sitting in front of you who are they how old are they what's their name what are they like what's their relationship status where do they work what are they interested in what are they struggling with when you've got those then you've got a better picture to determine where you move your business or how you begin your business or your project and then once you've got that clear, you can start thinking about content 
and income models or product types or even which social media you choose. And then of course there's your funnel, but we're not talking funnels today. So that's the little window on my world, which I hope has proved useful for some of you. And I'll speak to you. I've got some nice guests coming up, by the way. If midlife reinvention is your thing, then head over to Facebook. I'm creating a community there on a page called Midlife Reinvention, strangely. And I will be posting content there. The blogs, uh, sorry, the blogs? Do I have a blog? No, I don't have a blog at the moment. Podcasts, obviously, which you're already listening to, uh, but other stuff as and when I find it and beginning to share things from other people that I think you'll find valuable and building a bit of community that may at some point, if that's the niche I stick with, uh, become a really valuable resource, which is free right now. But if I start committing time and content to it, some point in the future may become a low cost, low cost, but a paid for group. But if that's something you'd value, then I urge you to head over there now. Mental, sorry, midlife reinvention. You can get to it through the Mental Wealth Factory. Or just leave me a message here and share. If you value these podcasts, share on your social media feeds, share with friends, encourage people to listen. You might want to provide a health warning before they do, but I would value you sharing this so that there are more people who, crazy people perhaps, who think like you do or I do and would value expanding their own little tribe of, oh, it's not just me. Thank goodness it's not just me who thinks like this. All right, take care and I'll speak to you on another episode. Bye for now.